Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your home for the best in-depth commentary on the manga and anime industry. I'm your host, Kevin, and on today's podcast, I'll be giving a review for the first chapter of the newest Naruto manga series titled Konoha Stories, The Steam Ninja Scrolls. Now, before we get into the review, um, let's do some quick housekeeping. As always, you could follow the Manga Revolution podcast on any podcast service, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Uh, you can find uh, the latest reviews and features that Rock and I do on the comic book and manga industries at comicbookrevolution.com. Along with find, finding the podcast feed for our sister podcast, the Comic Book Revolution podcast. Um, you could also follow the Comic Book Revolution on Twitter at CB Revolution. And you could follow me on Twitter and TikTok at the Kevin Lainess. In continuing the celebration for Naruto's 20th anniversary, Shonen Jump and Viz Media are publishing several new manga series in addition to the current Boruto the Next Generation manga that's been publishing. It started with the Sasuke story that I started publishing a couple weeks ago, um, which uh, we reviewed on a previous episode of the Manga Revolution podcast. You could check that episode out in the podcast feed. And like the Sasuke story manga, Konoha story, the Steam Ninja Scrolls is a manga adaption of the Naruto light novel titled Konoha Shiden, the Steam Ninja Scrolls by Sho Hinata. For the manga adaption of Konoha story, the Steam Ninja Scrolls series, uh, Naruto creator Masashi Kishimoto is actually teaming up with Sho Hinata to write the manga with Natsuo Sai handling the artwork. The first chapter of Konoha story, the Steam Ninja Scrolls begins with Murai Saratobi, the daughter of Kuranai Yuhei and Asuma Saratobi. Toby, during one of her Genie missions, uh, she ends up getting separated from her teammates after finding a missing cat that was part of the mission. While looking for her teammates, Mirai comes across uh, Mezu, who's a rogue ninja in the bingo book who previously betrayed Konoha. Knowing what Mezu's backstory is from the bingo book, Mirai decides to try and confront him or at least stop, uh, at least delay him so that other ninjas could come, come in. Um, but before Mirai could even do that, Me- Mezu spots her and he and his gang surround her right away. Mirai Thinking very quickly, uh, uses her demonic illusion tree binding death genjutsu. Uh, but Menzu, being the experienced ninja he is, uh, breaks free from the genjutsu and is able to block every attack that Murai throws at him um, and quickly overwhelms him w- w- along with his gang. Just as it looks like Menzu is going to kill Murai, luckily for her, her sensei Shikamaru Nara shows up and is able to stop uh, Menzu. And seeing how skilled Shikamaru is, who was able to quickly uh, close the gap between him and Menzu, Mezu and his gang decide to run away um, instead of trying to fight Ninja at the level of Shikamaru. But unfortunately for Mezu, they actually end up going in the direction where the six Hokage Kakashi Hitake was was walking and Kakashi easily defeats Mezu and his gang without even really trying. And back with Murai and Shikamaru, Murai does apologize to her sensei for um, being a failure of a ninja and feeling like she is not a real shinobi with how things turned out with Mezu. Uh, Shikamaru reassures her that her understanding that she was not at the level to fight someone like Mezu is actually a good thing because it's very important for a ninja to realize their limitations and how they can overcome it. And he um, also recognizes how brave Murai was to be able to go on and give uh, Shikamaru and Kakashi the time to actually stop Mezu from running away since he is one of the rogue ninjas in the bingo book and reassures her that she is on the correct path and that this fa- what she feels is a failure she should just see as part of her ninja journey and it will be really what leads her into becoming a great shinobi from there we skip forward a couple more years where naruto is already the hokage after kakashi has retired and mirai has achieved the tuning rank and she has been assigned by naruto to be kakashi and guy's bodyguard as they both go on their vacation and that's really where we end the chapter this was a fantastic start to naruto konoha's story the steam ninja scrolls 
Um, what I love that Masashi Kishimoto and Sho Hinata do right away is making sure to emphasize Mirai Saratobi is the star of the series and also establishing that this isn't taking place during the Boruto's timeline. This is taking place during the blank period um, before Boruto um, that we we don't have too much any details on we have some on the light novels but when for manga readers like myself i haven't really experienced those light novels yet and so it is a great thing that we are getting manga adaptions for those light novels that have been filling in the bl blanks for that period between naruto and boruto and murai saratobo is quickly established as a lead that you are immediately invested in and i really enjoy what kishimoto and hinata are able to establish right away i think with the opening you have her looking at, at the Hokage mountain where, and thinking back to her grandfather, thinking back to her dad and the legacy of the Saratobi clan. It, it all frames the story really well right away with that first page. And then going on from there, you see her, um, how she's developing, what she's aspiring to be with a great shinobi. So uh, you get a lot of good background really early on into the story. And then she also is somebody that is going to be making mistakes. She is not perfect. She's also not overly powerful right away. She, Even though she comes from the side of Toby clan, you could see that she still has a long way to go for her ninja journey and I think it, that is a great way to start off in terms of framing Mirai Saratobi as a main character you, you are immediately invested in. It's also important that Mirai is the center of this story because unlike the Sasuke story that we got published a couple weeks ago, we know what Sasuke's story is. We, we've been through his all his development and everything, so he's a fully formed character by the time that story um, commences. Whereas with this story, Mirai is a fresh character. She, we did see her as a baby in the original Naruto series, but that was really it. Um, so we really don't know her her backstory too much for like what she's been through and what her journey is to become a Chunin, which she is by the time Boruto starts. So she really is a character that has a ton of potential and you really see uh, Kishimoto and um, Hinata really do tap into that for this series. Also, what makes Mirai compelling right away is that she is someone that's going to make mistakes. We see that early on with her getting mission. While she does successfully find a cat, she ends up separated from her team. And the first thing that she thinks about is her mom telling her what were you thinking? Why were you separated from your team? This how many times do I have to tell you that not to do this? That is her first immediate thought is what her mom is going to tell her when she tells her how the mission went. So again, little things like that help just you get behind Mariah as a character. She's doesn't take herself overly serious. She is someone that's going to have, be having fun, but she also does want to become that great shinobi, continuing to honor the Sarutobi clan name. And so there's a lot of good layers to Mariah's character that is established in the first few pages and that's what really is the most impressive thing about this um, series and this first chapter is that you get that establishment right away you're not waiting the entire chapter to find out why you should be behind Mirai and her journey to achieve her goals uh, to become a great uh, shinobi that all leads in really well into the fight with Mezu because with the fight with Mezu Mirai really does understand from Mezu being someone that isn't a bingo book is a powerful uh, ninja and even though she should probably go get help, she knows that Mezu will probably escape before she can get Shikamaru or somebody else to help her out. And we really see that will of fire that is so iconic with the Naruto series and that's mentioned with so many characters that are carrying on the legacy of Konoha and Mirai really does tap into for um, her stepping up against Mezu. Like right away, she even honors her mom. We, we see that her pulling out the genjutsu that her mom made so iconic in the original Naruto series. 
that just showing that it's not just the Saratobi clan, but also the her mom Kudenai's uh, clan with the Genjutsu that she is also an expert in. Um, it, it all really worked together well to show the like the multiple layers of uh, Amurai. Uh, while she can be a fun-loving character, she also does have her serious side, and that when when time gets tough, she is going to be someone that does not back down. She is going to do everything, and her survival instincts will kick in. Um, so while she does have this, what she feels is a failure, Ashikamaru explains to her, say, hey, you know what? A part of your ninja journey is going to be, you're going to have these failures, but that's okay because, again, that just shows that you understand while you're limited because you're not strong like strong like Mezu is but don't worry about that because he is an experienced ninja you are going to gain that experience and you will be beyond that level soon enough but you understanding hey I'm not able to fight Mezu on his level but I could do at least something and that is what she accomplished she does accomplish delaying him making sure buying time for Shikamaru and Kakashi to get there um and she should be proud of the fact that she was able to accomplish that. Um, and so, again, just further furthering the fact that you are getting behind Murai's journey. Also, how can you not get behind it, the entire story when we end with Shikamaru giving that speech? And you know, just as a Naruto fan, that this goes back to the promise he made to Kurunai and also Asuma honoring his his own sensei is deaf and everything of like saying, hey, you know what, when Murai does grow up and becomes a ninja, I promise that I'm going to take care of her. I'm going to make her my protege. And you can't help but feel really well, good about like how Shikamaru has developed, how he's aged, and he is keeping this promise for, um, that he made to his, his sensei. Um, and it, it's a really good scene and just it really creates this bond that both Shikamaru and Murai have where Shikamaru... While he, he is extremely honest with her, he also understands, hey, you know what? This is a growing experience for Murai, and I need to make sure that she understands this is an experience that she needed to have as part of her ninja journey. And just again, it all ties back what really well to what the growth we saw in Shikamaru from the original Naruto series. And seeing that here again just really got into my feels for that. It's also a great moment in this chapter where Kakashi tells Shikamaru, hey, I noticed that your protege, she did really well by delaying Mezu. Um, I could see that she has a lot of potential. I think someone like Kakashi, who has so much credibility, recognizing Murai's potential, just fur furthers that development that Murai as a main character. Again, you're just getting behind her this entire chapter and just Kakashi being someone also that recognizes her own potential speaks volumes to what kind of character she can and will grow into becoming. Now from here, I'm going to be really interested to see what tone this entire series takes from here because we do have this adventure that now Murai as a Chunin, she is going to be Kakashi and Guy's bodyguard, which kind of gives me a sense that we are going to have a lot of fun because knowing how Kakashi and Guy and their entire relationship, we're going to have a lot of like fun scenes, but I'm going to be interested in to see if uh, Kishimoto and Hinata are going to dive into the thing with Mezu where he talks about how he's going to end the Shinobi era. Is that going to be something that's going to be a running theme in this series? Are we going to see more development from that of Murai taking on Mezu who maybe escapes? Or is it going to be someone else from the bingo book that is looking to end the Shinobi era? Because it does seem like now that we are in this peaceful era, there are still threats out there. And is those threats 
something that they are looking to end the current era that we are in of peace of like just the ninja era in general um is that something that we're going to be as a running theme throughout this series or is it going to be something else so i'm going to be really interested to see what direction that um we go on for this kanoha story now if you are a naruto fan i can't recommend this series enough this is really a good story to have we have a good fresh character with that we don't really know that much about that has a ton of potential and this chapter really emphasizes that with Mirai. Um, so if you are a naruto fan um, and want to get back into this world even whether you're reading the boruto series or not or watching the anime if you read the original naruto manga I highly suggest picking this series up because, again, it's something that you should not miss out on. And if you want to check out uh, my review for the Sasuke story that I posted up on the Conquer Revolution website, as well as I recorded an episode on it um, that is on the Manga Revolution podcast feed, you could go to ConquerRevolution.com to find all that stuff, along with all the other reviews and features that I'm doing on various comic books and manga um, so you could go check us out again at theconquerrevolution.com for all that stuff. But otherwise than that, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day.